None of this is sad. And let me, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say it. No, Nadav, you're laughing. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it again later, which is these pathologies that we all have underlined all uh-huh. is what makes us interesting. Okay. I'm telling you. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Welcome, everyone, to Dr. After Dark. Phone number 818-253-1693. And, of course, keep these emails coming at dracterafterdark.gmail.com. Uh, we have a follow-up today of the, the borderline questionnaire. Who is more borderline amongst the staff here? We're really not answering that question, but it's, ba, nice ba, to, ba, ba. it's fun to frame it that way. Well, I, I also have uh, an antisocial question there that I want to get to get into. Oh, we have boy. lots of YMH clips to get into. Should, should we do what we did last time, sort of get into the, some of the YMH material and then go do our little uh, psychological profiles? Yeah, sure. Let's all do, right. let's do some right. fun stuff and then right. get to the sad stuff. All right. I got some follow-on questions, too. And none of this is sad. And let me, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say it. No, Nadav, you're laughing. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it again later, which is these pathologies that we all have underlined all uh-huh. is what makes us interesting. Okay. I'm telling you the reason, I, the reason you watch the Real Housewives or whatever, these are people with lots of these traits, lots of them, mm-hmm. and they engage in interesting behavior. And if you just look at human drama period just the topic of the landscape of human drama all it is is sick people being sick that's what drama is sick people acting out their sicknesses but 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 then aren't you saying that we're sick well i'm using the word sick to to make a point i I, you guys aren't sick and i'll I'll tell you about that when we get into it (laughs) but what i'm saying is you're interesting you're interesting i don't believe you drew i think we're all sick well i mean these are you can characterize them as psychopathologies i mean in the sense that they're things you can characterize and they're not normal in the sense that the functioning can, can affect your functioning a little bit, but you, you guys are all high functioning. You don't have anything to worry about, but this, it's interesting to look at these traits and how our personalities function. Listen, when, when Sigmund Freud arrived on these shores, they asked him, what do you expect to do here in the United States? And his response was, well, I want to understand the difference between real psychopathology and ordinary misery. <laughs> And so we're all in the ordinary misery camp. And when it comes to ordinary misery, it's interesting. It's, it's just the human experience. We are interesting in our ordinary misery. Speaking of that, show me a huge booger follow-up. Huge booger follow-up. That can get me off the psychopath, psychopathology pathway. Do you want to see first the original sure. and then I'll show you the follow-up? Sure. This will get us all in. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, oh no. I almost threw up, guys. This one got me. Really? Yeah. Holy oh, I don't like shit. this. Now, is this guy a cocaine addict or something? I mean, because that's what co- cocaine addicts will accumulate a bunch of debris up in their sinuses, and sometimes they'll pull it out. Not quite that Damn. much, though, usually. See, like, I... I don't like popping videos, and I, I, I know that there's people that like them. I see this. I'm like, I think I'm getting out of this what other people get out of popping videos. I'm like, oh, that probably feels so fucking good. I know, but it's what he's holding there is beyond gross. Look at, sure. no, listen, I will, just, I will just point out Annie has gone silent, and I don't blame him. 
His eyes are also closed and he's looking down. Yeah, I don't blame him one <laughs> bit. This I'm with him on the way. He he didn't like the word mucopolysaccharides. That's what mucopolysaccharides build into when they're con when there's a bunch of debris that goes with it, like cocaine or talcum powder or God knows what the hell this guy's been sticking up his nose. And infected material. There can be just a huge infected scientist that finally cleared. Mm. Uh, is there any information about this guy? I want to throw up, but go ahead. So far, I know that he sucks. That's, that's all I've discovered. <laughs> but there's a follow-up. I want to see the follow-up. Maybe he'll give us some yeah, information. Yeah, here's the follow-up. Oh, my God. Please, no more. Welcome to Daily oh, Booger. Oh, my God. The Booger Man. A little stuffed up, too. Let's see what we got. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not another one. Oh, God. Was that good, Emma? Dude. I can't watch it. God damn. Oh. You're telling me, though, that wouldn't feel good coming out of your yeah, nose? I'm sh You're right, Drew? I'm sure it would, but, uh, oh, man. That is that dude needs to see a new nose throat doctor pronto. Pronto. I, I'm guessing. I, what the hell is he doing? It's got to be cocaine, right? I feel like though also uh, yeah. I've heard people getting like um like deviant their deviant their deviated sep septum yeah yeah their deviated septum fix and like there's usually like weird videos with this yeah that's the that's stuff. the packing they, oh that's but it's usually like soaked in old blood yeah yeah because that's a packing that the doctor puts up into the sinuses uh, and you're removing the packing this is produced by his body I mean that dude and and by the way nice teeth too he's got the full. It doesn't he's full cool guy attitude and full cool yeah, guy tea. I think it confirms your drug theory. Yeah, the meth possibility. I like that he uh, he um he has great pride in his boogerman uh status. It's good for him. I would too. Nadab, help me out of this. I'm with you. I'm I'm just I'm I'm not dissociated. I'm about to throw up. You with me? I'm, and I'm trying to get you there, bud. Uh, Nadab, you okay? You with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. He all can't right. talk. He can't even talk. Oh, you said Nadav. You mean Eddie? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I meant Eddie. Uh, where, yeah. Look, you could be any name, right? If I called Nadav, it could be you. Who knows? It's Eddie. <laughs> and so I've learned that about you last week. <laughs> That's right. And what is your real name, by the way? Ooh, can't go there. I got a couple of those. Yeah. A couple uh, of real names. It's all right. Names. We could bleep it if you want. You sure can't. Are, are, they, the are, they, are they like, uh, <laughs> you know, Sir Walter Raleigh? Are they, are they really like highbrow names? No, yeah, there's nothing interesting about him. I, I just okay. um, all right. Yeah. You just don't like him. Yeah. All right, I won't, I won't out you. Doesn't doesn't define me. You know oh what I mean? man, that booger thing. How, how did, you, did what, where did they where did you first show that? Was that in your mom's house? Yeah. Oh, Annie, were you here? Uh, I, didn't we do it on the heavy segment uh, in, in I, the I last think, live show? I think it might have been uh, an honorable mention one of the lives, and then uh, that was just like, a, hey, check out more boogies. Oh yeah, uh -huh. and and <laughs> did, but I'm wondering what I, the reason I was asking. I was wondering if when you first saw it, if it if it got you. <laughs> oh no, I still haven't seen it, and I never saw it before. Oh, I oh. just I heard a booger follow up, and yeah. I went ahead and just it's it's like he pulled <laughs> a tree. It's like he pulled a tree out of his oh, nose. Oh, I'm yeah. That's you don't I'm, you do not want to see it. Explain. You do not want to see it. Oh no, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you don't no worry, I'll check you in. To see All right. Uh, woo, stop calling me Chomo. Chomo. I'm not getting off social media, so quit telling me that. You're making me mad. Stop telling me to get off social media and quit calling me a Chomo. I'm going to get you. I'll find you. You're not going to make my life miserable. Now stop doing this to me. Stop doing this to me. <laughs> I like the way he, he talks to his phone like it's a person. 
Um, is there more with this guy? I imagine there's more somewhere. Nope, that's no? it. But I, right. but I'm taking a look at this guy. I have a feeling he has a hard time tracking people down using the internet and just figuring out how to find people. Oh no, I don't think people should be worried. Let, let's see it again because I want I want to check the background out. There's something going on behind him. I'm not getting off social media. What is media. that up there? So quit telling a cat? me that. A kettle. A kettle. Tell me to get off social media. Quit calling me a chomo. I'm gonna get you. Can I can I ask you guys an honest question? What makes somebody a chomo? Uh, They molest children. Ah, that that is that is chomo is short for child molest. Oh, see, I did not really know. Uh, Well, I can understand he'd be upset. Give me another one. (laughs) I can understand people calling him that. He does have. Uh, He has a weird. He has a weird serial killer look. I'll give you that. But uh, call me a chomo. All right, I'm still trying to clear my palate from the booger man. So, so let me see what else I can pick from up there. Maybe a TikTok. Here, let's. Uh, oh, I want. How about flat earther debunks globes? This is good for me. Sure. And poo reggae. Uh oh. Uh What you gonna give me? I wanted to show this globe and its theory that it goes around the sun. We're gonna use the light here in my living room as the sun. So here's North Pole. And we're spinning day night, day night. times before we go around the sun once. Uh-huh. And uh, meanwhile, as you can see, the North Pole, where's that supposed to go? Is that supposed to change every time you go around over here? And if so, how come the North Star is the same position every night? This guy's genius. Pure genius. You know, you're spinning... Going around the sun, and this point here is supposed to be on to the Polaris, wherever that is. Where's that at? All right, enough. I got enough flat earthers. They drive me crazy. No, he's describing the natural wobble of the earth, you know? Yes, he is, actually. (laughs) I know. (laughs) He's describing what actually happened. He's like, this. how could it do this? It's like, that is what it does. That's what happens. (laughs) That's what it does. So, okay. Uh, and then the other one was what? What was the uh, reggae poo, poo reggae? Ooh. How many times do you poo? Mm. Once a week? Maybe two? Three times? Maybe four? Maybe you should be pooing some more. Maybe. I go a few times a day. Ah. Many years it has been this way, but mm. everyone is different. Yes. So they say, ask yourself these questions. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, I agree you with this guy. fiber. Yeah. You're drinking of water. Uh-huh. You exercise regular. Yeah. Your body working proper. Uh-huh. You find yourself straining. Uh-huh. Could be your body complaining. You want to go, but you keep waiting. That's also constipating. Check out the food that you're eating. Is it good for your system? Has your digestion kicked in? Are you a constipation victim? I'll give you a tip. When you Uh-oh. go to toilet, get a stool. Toilet. Put your feet on it. Knees up is the best way to sit. Comes out easier. Try it. Squatty potty. Isn't that cool? Yeah, a but... stool can be a tool to help your stool. Check your schedule. Write down your bowel movements like you're in school. Oof. Healthy eating rule. No. Be kind to your colon. Don't uh-huh. be cruel. Mm-hmm. Nature is my jewel. Mm-hmm. Fruits and vegetables, they are my fuel. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yes, uh, yes, I It's good. I like this guy. But uh, when we do the any sitcom, this is going to be the theme song. This is it. And... Um, I don't Fire think this, him immediately. <laughs> Fire him immediately. I don't think this guy's thought all the way through because any has taken the knees up thing all the way to a real art form. I mean, if he really were, you know, thinking about things, he'd go, wait a minute. I think the real, the great way to do that squatting is to get up on the edge of the toilet. Then, then you're really doing what's natural. 
Right, Nanny? Just get on the toilet and handle your business. Do, do we have any... Do. Um, it's the easiest. Uh, let's go to the guy who hates pooping as long as... This is Andy, man. This is Andy's, this is Andy's video series. Yeah, what's up? Guy who hates pooping. Oh, saying, a different guy. Okay, yeah, not you. Gotcha. Fuck pooping, man. I hate the way humans poop. Say it, it sucks. Bro. It's designed badly. Tell we need a change. I need an upgrade. This happens like four or five times a week. I'm pooping mm. and I can't quite get it all out. Yeah. There's still a nugget or two left in my colon. Mm. And I know it's there. I feel that there's still poo in me. Mm-hmm. Most of the poo's already in the toilet, but that last bit just won't come out mm-hmm. no matter how hard I put. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to spend another hour on the toilet trying to get this last bit of poo out. So I'll just leave it in there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Till mm-hmm. next time. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, uh... Then I get to wipe it. Uh-oh. And that's not that's not fun either because there's still a bit of poo left in my butthole. It's still there. It's showing up every time I wipe. It's not getting any cleaner. No matter how many times I wipe, I could go through two rolls of toilet paper. Still poo. Still poo. But I got to carry on with my day. I do not have the time to spend three hours shitting and wiping. Uh-oh. You know when you go back to the bathroom like an hour after you've taken a shit to yeah. re-wipe? Yeah. That's a common occurrence for me. Oof. So this guy is a problem, actually. There's something wrong with his anal sphincter. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't that sound like what you said that I should be afraid of, that the colon just doesn't actually even work he, That's anymore? a little different, but yes, oh. this, that kind Lazy of thing. Lazy rectum he, is the term you're thinking he, of. This is actually something's wrong with the anal verge and the anal sphincter, that, and that can be tumors in the spine, things like that. And so this dude needs to maybe go see a gastroenterologist, Wait, and what? much like our reggae uh, buddy over there, way more bulk in this guy's diet. For starters, like did, Metamucil for you, sir. Lots of it. Did you say tumors in the spine? Uh-huh. It is a possibility when when you have a never-ending wipe? It's, he's talking in a, in a – he seems to be talking about anal sphincter, what's called patchlessness. It's not – look – any is the opposite. Any can cut cords with his anus, right? He can he can chop wood with it if he had to. This guy is saying I can't I can't close the at the end and get the last bit out, and that is a weakness uh, of the muscles there, and that can be caused by uh, Aquinas syndrome, things like that, MS, a lot of different stuff. So I mean, I'm not saying he has that. I'm saying. His upgrade may be that he really needs to get a medical evaluation, or maybe he's doing drugs or something, or something. Who knows? I mean, a lot of things can cause this. I was going to recommend. Uh, for, how about first a bidet? You know, sometimes, a bidet would be helpful. Sometimes I yep. feel like there's stuff in the cavity. Guess I, what? Just douche that poo. Absolutely, out. a douche would be great. And and as you, if any of you who are you know above the age of sixty, uh, hearing this and going, "Oh, I have a tumor." No, as you get over sixty, this shit starts happening all the time. You ever heard Howard Stern talk about it? He talks, he obsesses about this stuff. Roller coaster dad boner. I, I'm I'm just I go down this rabbit hole. I can't yeah. stop. Yeah, you're having so much fun. Let's not forget we need a we need to check out what all the answers to these tests. I'm gonna are. get there. I'm gonna get there. I, I got to, I got to do a couple emails and a couple voice messages, then we'll get there. So go ahead. What do you got for the dad boner? Here we are on Joker's Jinx. Oh yeah. And we are about to launch. Premier launchers are always awesome. Here we go through the spaghetti bowl, guys. Spaghetti Woo! bowl? Where oh. is this? There's the ring a ding a ding a lingies. <laughs> All right, it's going to start to get faster and faster now. All right, this is giving me the opposite of a dad boner. I've had enough. The, the opposite. Post nut superpower. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's the opposite. Woo! Uh, 
I like it's giving me a. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Booth Bastards, this, this guy calls you. Booth Bastards. Woo! I noticed something interesting after I bust. Uh, my sense of smell is increased, but only for a minute or so. Is that normal or should I come up in May? Um, blood supply does shift a lot and so does, uh, your blood vessels open up and some people get runny nose and tearing in their eyes, things like that. So it does make some sense to me that it would not be all that unusual for somebody to have a change in their sense of smell after ejaculating or even getting sexual aroused too. I bet, I bet some people have that with sexual arousal. Does altitude affect browns? I have shit like any historically. Hmm. I've usually taken about one brown per week. Not the squatting thing. That is batshit crazy. Not my words, his. I recently moved to Milwaukee to Boulder. After spending just a few weeks here, I am shitting every day, if not more than once. This has never happened before. I don't think I've changed my diet at all. What is behind this change? Is it the altitude? I doubt it's the altitude. I'm guessing has something to do with the routine you're on. Uh, It could be lots of things. Let's face it. Maybe you're drinking more coffee, things like that. Who knows? Uh, When I cough uh, with a hard on, the tip of my dick hurts. Okay. Uh, Need help quitting drinking. I'm just saying, uh, what do you want me to do? Uh, uh, I'm a 32-year-old delivery driver, which keeps me in shape, but I've fallen into a hole. I recently had a healthy child, but now I've come to realize I need help to stop drinking. I finished a handle of Jim Beam in two days. I've tried detoxing, but the shakes at nights and night sweats are horrible. My job does not provide health insurance for a single person. The monthly payment is outrageous. Is there anything I can take or do to not let my body go into shock so I can detox and be a better father? I don't want his son to see his father as a failure. I want to raise him right. Purple promise keeper. Um, Purple promise, dude. Try telemedicine. You can, you know, look online for telemedicine docs that you can see usually for like 35, 40 bucks. And maybe he or she can prescribe some Librium for you and some, you know, the other thing you need is uh, thiamine, magnesium, some B12. All that's very helpful for the detox. Um, But there are specific medicine. Here goes that sneeze. (coughs) I get that every other show. Every other show, this happens right about now. Um, but uh, yeah, Librium is the medicine or Ativan sometimes to help you get through this. But the bigger problem is you're not going to stay stopped. You're going to start messing around. You've got to go to AA, get a sponsor worth steps if you're going to be serious about this. Um, so yeah, telemedicine, you can do it for like 40 bucks. Don't go to urgent care. That'll cost you 500 bucks. Uh, hi, Hitler. I'm, uh, uh, hey, Hitler. I'm a cis white male, 42 year old, and I masturbated yesterday. By the way, uh, any updates from Hey Hitler Lady? Has she been talking to Hitler lately, or do we get anything updated from <laughs> She's her? She's been out of the mix for quite some years. At she this just point. It doesn't isn't putting stuff up anymore. Uh, I don't know if that's the case, but it's it's all kind of monotone. It's all kind of the same note, if you know what I mean. For, from from long ago. Yeah. Or she's still doing it. Uh, I don't know, honestly, man. It's You're not like, interested. We've lost right. interest. Uh, just using it as the only interest we have is using it as a aloha. Exactly, just a reference at this point. Forty-two-year-old masturbated yesterday. Noticed the tissue I finished in, used to clean up, was stained with red, which I assume was blood. Yes, that's a good assumption. Nothing hurt. I'm not cut anywhere. I'm going to wait a couple of days and test to see if I bleed again. But I'm wondering if I should freak out. Uh, I'd insert a cool catchphrase outro, but I'm bleeding from my dick. <laughs> Thank you for taking this seriously, uh, Mike in Boston. Uh, So, Mike, uh, hematospermia or blood in the semen is a common, common thing. You're at an age, however, where it's got to be taken a little more seriously. I mean, if you're in your 20s, you think it's probably nothing. But in your 40s, it can be tumors in the bladder. It can be prostate cancer. It can be infections. And it can be nothing. It's typically nothing, frankly. 
but you do need to see a urologist to get that checked out. Um, there are cancers that are relatively common in your age group, and you just want to make sure it's not one of those things. It can be it can be an arterial venous malformation in the bladder. It can be a lot of different stuff. More often than not, you never really figure out what it is, and it ends up being nothing. I'm curious if uh, if if it goes away after a certain is there like a certain amount of time where you should be like just wait first and then if it goes away after that then you're probably fine or um, as soon as you that, see that, it. If it you know it's funny as as a man that's a male way of dealing with any medical problem like i'm growing a new head on my shoulder let's see if it goes away for a couple of weeks and it's like that that's what we all do i understand it but a i have a different responsibility right i gotta make sure he takes care of things and doesn't put himself at risk and b he's in a different age group if we're you or somebody younger than you i could tolerate that no problem but if you get in your 40s 50s and 60s it's time to start checking things out if you have weird symptoms uh whiting without touch anybody able to do that thank god no no Not me zolo no um nope i'm older now when i was in my teens another time in my early 20s i got so horny on a specific girl i could feel the white building i laid on my back no pants or boxers touching my rocket and boom best way to describe it is you how you can tighten up your junk when it's erect right there are some women some women can do this too some people have orgasms just doing leg lifts in the gym it's not uncommon we should all be so lucky i know exactly only done this twice but during those days i could do it three or five times a day i had 20 to 40 minute sessions with a woman well it was well it's normal i know what he's saying but anyway yes you were younger then and that's when your testosterone levels are all maxed out Ooh. and yes that happens actually you know what when i was younger I think I have. Hold on. Does it count with nocturnal emissions? Does that only happen when you're sleeping, or could that happen right when you wake up? That's still technically a sleep emission. Yeah, because when you, that's actually the time when it typically occurs, right as you're in your REM and you're sort of waking up. That's when those things happen. What if it happens twice in one night? <clears throat> Congratulations. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, weird nerve feeling while making brown. 20-year-old male, most of the time when I poop, I have a weird nerve feeling pain in my right hand and right shoulder. It's more exaggerated when I'm pushing, but it sometimes happens when I'm not pushing. I had a pinched nerve in a couple months ago that affected the same area. So yeah, it's probably, you're, it is left over from that affected uh, disc problem. So when you're applying pressure, that disc is bulging out a little bit and it's a putting on, uh, I've never heard of that before, but that's very, very, very interesting. Or, or, let's see, do I have a fucked up inner clock? Uh, not quite fart or shit related. Uh, you, ever since I was young, there's been a phenomenon going on where it's that slightly fucked me up. I'm intrigued so far. If I set my alarm in the morning, I pretty much always wake up just before the alarm. Nothing significant, just five minutes or less. My husband works early shift. I'll often wake up around 2.30 and make him breakfast. Most of the time, I'll even wake up right before that alarm. As far back as elementary school, okay, this is nothing. This is good. This People can do this. When you're asleep, you're not dead. You're in an altered state of consciousness, but some people have very very effective inner, inner um, clocks, and they can easily uh, just know that it's that time when they're supposed to wake up. Now, People like me, I go into deep sleep at a certain point, and there's no no way I can sort of bring myself out of it. Okay, one last thing. Hey, Hitler. Uh, on a recent episode, you discussed what happened when you pass out. I'm 42. I've been passing out since I was a teenager. thought it was random, but a few years ago, I was able to pinpoint what triggers it. When I go out of my mind... Wait. I'm curious what was going on in your brain when, when you're passed out. When I go out, my mind is still active, kind of, but there's no connection to anything. It's almost a dreamlike state where I can hear people around me if there's any, any, at any time, but can't get my mind and body connected and wake up. I'm only, your blood pressure goes so low to your brain. You're actually in a state of kind of, I almost want to call it like a waking coma. <clears throat> 
that when you pass out, it's because blood is drained out of your brain and they, these, the centers that are responsible for maintaining consciousness shut down as the blood comes, blood pressure drops. And when you're down, the pressure starts coming up again. So you have varying levels of awareness of what's going on. And some of it is a distortion too. Some of it is you think you're aware, but you're really not. And it requires somebody to jolt you to get you up. Uh, how much brain activity you lose when you're passed out, it depends on the individual. Not, I can't say that it's always one thing with any given individual. Some people have seizures as they black out. They have sort of hypotensive seizures. Other people are out for long periods of time and they have no recollection of what happens. It, it depends on the person and their particular physiology. Um, voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hi, Booth Boys. Jocelyn here from Arizona. I have a question regarding my boyfriend and I's homemade version of birth control. Uh Essentially, we just wait till it's my period, and then we just let him dump thick, hot, white loads in me the first day or two, and then the last day of my period, I just bleed it out. But on a scale of 1 to 10, how dumb are we being? Or like, we really smart and just figured out a new birth control method. Want to know, am I going to get pregnant? Piss on me? Beat me? Keep it high and tight? You bet I'm coming up in May. Love you. I like that Jocelyn's so proud of herself for all for all the for all the uh, farewells. Um, so yeah, you can still get pregnant. Uh, it, it's not as though it's as likely as you know. The, you have about three to five days after ovulation where pregnancy typically occurs, and the the egg has to be in a certain spot for this you know usually in the tube as it's moving down the tube but you can actually start bleeding before the egg actually misses implantation it can happen now some women are sort of perfectly timed with this but you can't predict it there can be more than one egg i mean you can get pregnant during that state not as likely as that three to five days after ovulation but it's not like you you're not bleeding anything out there's nothing pushing out of you it is just the lining of the uterus that starts to come off as the corpus luteum de- degenerates and that's it that's all that happens and so it's not it's not something's pushing out or not able to get in in fact it can get in quite easily the infections and things get it can get in during the period because the cervical os is slightly more open so yes you can definitely get pregnant not as likely but definitely you're going to get well you could get pregnant so uh, another voice message Hey, Dr. Drew. It's John. Hey, John. Just listen to the episode where you're talking about how the uh, gross vagina is located outside the body. So yeah. let's say you're having anal sex. Mm-hmm. So you're going into the butthole. Mm-hmm. Now, would that be considered inside the body? So if you're inside a girl, if you're doing anal, is that inside a girl then? Anyways, piss on me, beat me. You bet I'm coming up in May. My kings and queens above 18. Your king loves you. Bye. Thank you, buddy. I got Thanks. you, chief. And he can answer this. You see, I I, I, I coached up the booth boys. So I, it's weird to me how people can't get this. But any, give me Dr. the answer. Any. Give me I the got answer. you. It's nurse any so far. I'm on my way, chief. But yep. as far as I know, the mouth is connected straight to the asshole. Right. Therefore, the entire enclosure is considered outside the body. Well done, my friend. You learned your lessons well. Let's fucking go. So the anus is outside the body. The vagina is outside the body. Now, they are special environments that pass through the body and have all kinds of special features and qualities to them. And the absorptive elements of, say, the small bowel and even parts of the large bowel interact with the body, right? It's not like they're they're detached from the body. They're just not inside the body. In anything inside the body is completely sterile. Like I said, you could have sex with somebody's 
This is Christina's thing. You could fuck a stoma, right? Isn't that what her 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 one of her one of her uh, uh, career, uh, what do you call it when they go out on one of her tours? No, it's, it's one of her tour tours. Name. Yeah, one yeah, of her tour names. And that's outside the body. That's that's pulling up a piece of colon to the outside world, or actually small bowel to the outside world, usually out small bowel. Uh, so it's just continuous with the outside world. Um, it has special properties and it can affect the inside world. If you put something inside the body, you immediately get infection, peritonitis. I mean, bullets go inside the body, right? Knives go inside the body, right? Hmm. Okay, good. Uh, watch for wasps. Can I see that one? Watch for wasps. I got bitten. Oh, you've been, you're been bitten by a wasp? Uh, terrible. I have not. I oh mean, after God, looking at this video, I hope I got. I got in Mex in uh, Costa Rica once. I got by. So we have with a guy. And he goes quiet. Boom! As he said that, I felt like I've been shot. It goes through you. It's unbelievable. Is it a bite or a sting? It's a sting. It's a sting. Oh, all right. But they can repeatedly sting. They don't lose their stingers. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, nice. I just want to let all y'all oh. know out there: watch for waspies because they'll sting you, and then you look like me. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hot today, so make sure you drink water. <laughs> okay, thanks. Have a good one. I love this guy. Thank you for looking out for us, buddy. Don't look like him. Yeah, they, they, the thing got me in the shoulder, and I, I kid you not, I thought something went through and through me, and it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Watch uh, for waspies. <laughs> oh, TikToks, what do you got? Oh, Fed Smoker. Well, give me some TikToks first. That's also another thing, by the way, we were talking about cheese. That's another thing that white people do. Tell me. That they add the is to things. You know that? Like, like Textus. When, when I've heard white people say, like, the plural of texts, huh. or plural of text to be, be Textus. I, I, I sent a bunch of Textus. I, I will look out for that. And to me, that... What? That's yeah. A, yeah, I'm going to look out for that. And to a me, that's, bunch of Textus? No, yeah. I, th I think, though, you picked up on something maybe like a regional thing more than a white people thing. It, it, uh, could, it could be. I mean, yeah. everyone that I've heard, it was from East Coast, so it could yeah. be like an East Coast thing, huh. but I just don't hear... I've never heard anyone say Well, we'll, I'll, we'll keep <laughs> it out for it, and you'll find it for me if we have it out there. TikTok. Waspus. Waspus. I always laugh when I hear men call young women gold diggers. It's like, Roger, you're a 55-year-old, very stinky chunk trying to date a 25-year-old beautiful woman. What do you think attracts her in you? Your pathetic balding head or the fact that the only increasing part of your body is your blood pressure, huh? Maybe, Roger, if you start dating women your age, you will meet less of gold diggers. What do you think? We got to follow this chick. <laughs> she's she's fantastic. Now, my question, though, is that real? Is that accent real? What do you guys think? I, th I think so. That's what real, I was trying to figure out. What the hell that accent? She I mean, rolls it, every... She's some every, sort of Slavic do, do you have No, she, it's Russian. She rolls every That is a Russian accent. I just, R in it or not. Yeah, I just can't tell if it's real or not. Do we do we have any follow-up? Do we know... What is her TikTok? What is no, her? I mean, I don't know fucking... Uh, what is her, I'm going to write this down. Tori Herman. How do you spell it? Two T R's, two N's. T-O-R-R-Y-H-E-R-M-A-N-N. We're going to find this girl, and I'm going to see if that's a real accent or not. Well, I'll tell you what. Whether the accent's real or not, those were, those words are real as shit. Uh, yeah, she's not wrong. So, yeah. uh, I mean, what a guy... I, that does that always does crack me up when older males who are dating our women think it's something about their appearance and their prowess and stuff. It's like, no, no, no. Well, it's, it's actually... It's funny. It's kind of the opposite of what all these dudes talking about... Uh, 
whatever. Yes. What, what is it? The high, high, high value, value men. High value men. Yes, it's the yes. exact same conversation, just backwards. Like, Correct. What do you think we're here for? That's that's exactly right. And so that's why that stuff doesn't work. That's not a relationship. That's that's exploitation of one another. It just doesn't work. But but there there are. I'm not saying that young women can never date younger older men. I'm not saying that, nor vice versa. I'm not saying that, or that it's always what she's talking about here. But, you know, because there, there is another thing that sometimes younger women who've, who have a bad picker start looking for stability. And, you know, that's really what's attractive is there's sort of a, a safe environment. And sometimes that, that age difference sort of creates that. Um, I want to see Fed Smoker showing off his car. I got to see this. Nice, nice, nice. I always take a picture of people filming my car because you never can tell who they are. A lot of times they try to send their friends at me to try to die <laughs> in a roundabout way. I put Look cops in prison with this car. Oh my and they God. think you want to be part of social media. What is on the roof? What is that? What I, I think do, it was just bags. You're not social media, are you? I don't think so. <laughs> what I do is I give my like, baby raper stamp on their forehead. This guy's so astonished. You slipped. <laughs> you're not going to get the stamp. Look at the car the way it's set up, brother. What is up there? Isn't it set up beautiful? Yeah. This car puts cops in oh. prison, brother. It really does. <laughs> this the car is sponsored by Under Armour. Yeah, I saw that. Well, at least lose their badge. They'd rather fire you than even mention what you've done. Most of them rape children and burn houses right. down. And most steal of Steal evidence. Most of them, yeah. Steal most crap and go take Look, it home. I love, the, I love the astonishment on this other guy's face. Like, <laughs> what have we gotten into here? Family oh. and give it to their family. Come to this side. I want to show you the most important thing without even looking because I know my beautiful car. I know what it's capable of. Look down here. You know I've been gone for quite some time. Yeah, he's been living in his car. Look at, a little lower. He has, right? Look under this thing. See that dash cam? Yeah. See it cooking under oh, there? Yeah. It never shuts off. You know why? You know why? Because wow. people want to be movie stars. <laughs> they want that baby vapor stamp. Bing, bing, yeah. bing, all over their face. He's been feathering it lately, too. Do you see that? He's been feathering it. Yeah, he does. Th does this go cut. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still quite a bit more of this, but this is it's one of the more terrifying videos I've seen. Well, I, I don't think it's terrifying. It's just more of the same. But for that dude, it's terrifying. He oh, does yeah. not understand what he's gotten into here. I'm putting my myself in his shoes, and it's just like I just wanted to take a picture of a car, and now I well, think I'm. And, and when the guy said, "Put when uh, Fed Smoker said, put your head in here," that dude should not. I don't care what's going on. Do not put your head in there. I'm <laughs> just saying. So, uh, but did you notice he has a hacksaw on his dashboard? What is that? Is that he cut I mean, more, <laughs> more teeth filing or something? What's he doing? There's a hacksaw. Look at him. Look at him feathered. He's all feathered. <laughs> oh my God. A little more. Come on. A little more. He has a big ear crease. You see, that means he has heart disease too. It's a, it's what? Yeah. That's associated what with heart fuck? disease. See that crease in his earlobe? Yep. That. That means heart disease? That's associated with heart disease. Yeah. 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 What the fuck? Well, How I mean, do you... I just, well, there's lots of weird things you can see on physical exam like that. Maybe he just had a bad back alley. No, 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 no. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> it is kind of a weird crease, I must admit. But uh, he, we know he died of a, well, he's meth and cardiac. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you think it's funny? <laughs> it's like, I think it's Tom, wrong. is that you? That that's what you picked up on. I think we just solved the riddle on what happened to Fed Smoker. Well, I think that'll do it. 
I'm sure the guy's cardiac blood supply is not the picture of health. So give me a little more. I just want to see how far this goes. Couple more. There, yeah. Uh-oh, it don't do that, dude. It never shuts off. You know why? You know why? Because they want to be movie stars. This poor dude. They want that He's like, paper ah. stamp. Bing, bing, yeah. bing, all over their face. And it's a gift that just keeps giving. And this is your car. You know how it's your car? This is the car you only had to pay for once. Uh-oh. And then they sold it, and guess what? Yeah. I bought it. How's he? I fixed it up the <laughs> way it should be. How's he holding the camera? It's a 205. You notice See, that? I fixed it up the He's way a pro. it should It's not be. like he has a cameraman. See how those cameras, they just don't shut off? Cameras aren't supposed to shut Look off. Look at that. He's just holding it back on himself. Off. Don't mean the camera's supposed to shut off. They're supposed to cruise. Oh, dude. They're supposed to cruise and cruise hey, and, and he, cruise. When you talk about your paranoia, is can you can you... Does this look extreme to you the way he gets? Uh, yes, but I do absolutely see myself getting to that point if I did meth okay. or something. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> to push fair me enough. over that edge, I'd yeah. be this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Don't do math. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I had enough of this, Jeff. Let's, let's, let's get on with our test. It's time. Goodness. It's time we get to the, get to the group. Uh, all right. So one of the things I want to do before we get into the borderline test is I want to do a little um sociopathy test okay let me get that Ooh, so we're doing a different test we're gonna do this a much shorter test okay and i just want to sort of point something out here let's see here all right okay this is uh, antisocial personality it's a brief screen do you this is a yes or no do you manipulate other people's emotions any uh, well, drew no any? yeah 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 uh nadav uh-oh. Um. Can I say sometimes? Okay. Yes. And uh, Zolo, is he in there? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Ooh, look at you. Uh, we found something out about Zolo finally. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. Okay. Repeatedly break the law. True. No. Zolo. No. Any? Hold on. Don't answer for Zolo. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Any. So you said you're a no. Repeatedly um, break the law. I am a yes. Repeatedly? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Nadav? <laughs> Nadav? Definitely no. Okay. Uh, showing no remorse. Wait, no. hold on. Zolo, do you break the law? No. Yeah. Okay. Here's a no and no remorse. Any? Uh, show, so... Do you have remorse you for some of the shit you do? Um... Do you feel bad about it in any way, or even if it's dissociated feelings? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Nadav? Um, if it's justified, definitely not. Not? No remorse. Like if the person... Like it's that your money and anger again. Okay. Right. Like it. if the person had a comment to them, okay. it's like, Jenna okay. fucked me. Okay. Zolo? I do show remorse. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, he had it coming is kind of an interesting subset of showing Fuck. no remorse, right? Because you can convince yourself that just about anybody had something coming if you feel justified in your actions. So is that your thing, Eddie? Is that you do that? Or do you just you just feel justified in whatever you've done, always? Uh, wait, no. I, I said I do feel... Oh, you do feel remorse. I do feel remorse. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. I, that's, why, I that's why I was following up on that. Okay. Uh, repeatedly lying. Uh, no for me. Uh, Annie? Repeatedly. You see, sometimes I'll you take see, a sometimes. Mm, I don't <laughs> lie. I don't. Oh, lie. good. Okay, fine. Well, that's just because any believe any says a version that he believes. Okay, that's okay. It's it's a, <laughs> a, a lying. That's lying with lie. justification. <laughs>
Uh, Nadav. Uh, no, I don't. No. Uh, Hold on, Annie. You think I lie? You- <laughs> to exaggerate? In in a if you think that I lie, then you lie. And then we're going to give you both a no. Zolo. Okay. No. No. Uh, and then acting irresponsibly, such as lying, manipulating, disrespecting, uh, often struggle to fulfill work obligations. No. Is any, uh, any? It's a big old yes, chief. What? Some of this is you have a distorted sense of yourself, I think. Mm. Do you have, have the trouble completing your work obligations? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, well, I'm sorry, what? Tr- trouble completing work obligations? Well... No, not trouble complete. So mm. you may develop resentments, but you don't act irresponsibly. I, I guess not in, in a career sense. Sure. But okay. that's that's only career. Though, okay. Where does know? it have a, an effect? Everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to give you a no. Uh, yeah. Nadav. Well, uh, sorry. What was the what was the question? Again? Acting irresponsibly, not fulfilling responsibilities, manipulating, oh. disrespecting, not fulfilling work obligations. No, definitely not. Right. And Zolo. No, I don't think so. So, so it's interesting. That, ooh, I don't think so. Zola, what are you telling us here? I'll put that sometime. Yeah, what do you? What I mean, you... I'm getting I'm getting pushback on everything I say in here. So I he's I, afraid he's going to be a yeah. boring dude. He's got to come we up don't with something. Believe you, Zolo. I, I don't know why. Start telling the truth, <laughs> Zolo. <laughs> um, I think I do my work. <laughs> um, but 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 any it's interesting. I th- I think some of your stuff is stuff you you think about yourself rather than what you are. So try try to be clear on that, or that you maybe used to do it and aren't so much anymore. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. Substance abuse. Anybody struggling? Uh, substance abuse. Abuse. The abuse means that I can't stop. Right. Uh. Right. No regard for your own safety. Sort of. It's sort of. Um. It's not addiction so much as reckless substance use. Mm, I would say no. I think other people would probably say yes. Mm, sometimes. Okay. Me, no. Any sometimes. Uh, Nadav? Um, no, I never let it interfere with anything I need to do. Has it ever been reckless? Like like not, not advisable? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Zolo? No. Okay. Arrogance. Displaying arrogance. Nope, for me. I, I don't think so. And if I do, it, piss, it, I, it bothers me. Uh, any? And arrogance is when you have unjustified confidence. Doesn't have to be unjustified, uh, but you just, you just uh, let's see. We Like, what's the difference between that and confidence? Cocky, self-assured, extremely opinionated. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. But you don't. But you don't impose it on other people, right? Uh, that's true. That's true. And, and arrogance. Yeah, one, really arrogance about, about letting people know about those opinions more. Than, I'm going to give you a sometimes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Adav? Uh I try my hardest not to be arrogant. Okay. Like I, I, so I that's don't, a some. I, that's a, I don't called think a, I am, but I'm not sure if the guys in this room. Would we'll call disagree. that sometimes. Okay. Zolo. Uh, I'll go sometimes. Oh, really? Maybe you guys. I'm learning more more than anything. I'm learning you guys have weird self concepts because I don't experience you guys at all. Maybe you've never seen the real thing. All right, that's let's, why let's you change that to no. Okay. okay. <laughs> why don't you hang out with us a whole day one time? See how you. I, I'm see sure. How you I, I, I've hung out with you guys for a while. I'm just. I'm telling. You, I, uh, I hung out in a psych hospital for thirty years. We're I, different I, at lunch, Drew. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Lacking empathy. This is a big one. Lacking empathy. Me new. Yeah, any. 
You can qualify uh, it as you wish. I'm going to say no. Yeah. No. I agree. Uh, is there a sometimes in there somewhere? No. Okay. It's it's so, sympathy that I have trouble with. Empathy, I, I think I tend to fully understand how people feel. And, and in other words, you, you think if somebody has something bad happen to them that's because of their choices, you have no sympathy for that. But you understand and feel the feelings. Right, right. I, I can relate and I can understand what they must be feeling. Yeah. Okay. And and you do you care about it? Do I care about it? Yeah. Um, Does it make you feel bad? Like you need to want to help them or anything like that? Or you just... It depends on the person. Okay. So you can't do that. Uh, Nadav? Uh, I feel like it's situational. Like what you just said. Sometimes. Yeah. Like okay. if, I see th- if I see the person has made all these terrible decisions that puts them in a place that's terrible, it's hard for me to feel bad for them. Yeah. Uh, Zolo? Um, no, I don't think I lack no. empathy. Um, acting impulsively, they they can't control your impulses. You know, they they act out in ways that hurt other people, or speed, or use substances, or cheat, or whatever. Just, a, a, acting impulsively, me, it's a no. Nadav, uh, any? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, give me an example. Uh, impulsive. Uh, shit. Um, when we were gonna move. Wait, what? You got some? Yeah. How about your back tattoo? Oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tell me. He, he oh, got... my first back. My first tattoo was the giant spider on my back. Right. So. And he got that three hours before a five-hour flight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what went through your mind? What were Nothing, you thinking? Drew. <laughs> it was just an impulse, and you did it. Well, it's just that I knew that I wouldn't do it in like a sensible I knew that, that I could talk myself out of it for the rest of my life so I said you know what I'm going to do it and I don't care what is going to happen in, in the way I'm just going to do it and that's it okay. so I did it okay I mean you could call that confidence too well that's the thing that I'm having trouble with um, that was the thing with arrogance too is like is it confidence is it um, but but no I'd say impulse I mean I bought a I bought a thousand dollar monitor once because I liked that it was a 4K, 120 frames per second. It was just like on my feet. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to buy it. And I did that. And it was absolutely not okay. I was like struggling with things. It was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in- impulsive as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say yes. <laughs> Take Nadav? A nice long note. Um, well, I mean, I do uh, I do dabble in gambling, so I can't say that I'm not impulsive. Okay, so sometimes. Yeah, let's throw, let's give that a hard sometimes. Okay, Zolo. It's a no for me. It's a no. <laughs> like new. Uh, and then finally, fails to plan ahead. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry, I got one ahead of that. No, that's it. Uh, fails to plan ahead. Like you can't me is a no. Any? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bad at that too. Give me an example. Um, that was my main issue in our, my last relationship. Give an example though. Uh, she was talking about how she wants to, oh, talk about like how to, um, what the, the house that we're going to get together one day is going to look like and, um, you know, whatever, just plan things ahead, like take trips and all that. And I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know where I'm going to be in that amount of time. So like, I don't. I don't like to think that far because it makes me stressed that I have to commit to that thing that I just planned. I'm more like, I'll dream. I'll be like, it could be cool if, but I'm not going to commit to that dream. How about, see, it's so funny that this stuff is so very sort of very specific for you because do you have trouble planning ahead here? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason I'm not. He's the scheduler. I'm, I, I do stuff. There's a reason why I'm the live guy. When when you want it done right now, I'm that guy. I'll figure it out. And but if is you that, want me to is plan, that, I'm just curious. Did, did, did you have trouble, like, did you dislike school because of that? Like, you couldn't plan study ahead that kind of thing a hundred percent i never studied in school i ended up right. um i ended up bullshitting all the way up until right. um uh, high school and then once i got to high school it was like i couldn't study so i would just ace all the tests and i would uh fail all the homework and whatever because i would have to try to study right because uh, i couldn't do it, it and, and do you feel like if, if maybe you'd been trained better you know given a better you know educational support that that might have been something you could have been trained out of Probably. Yeah, it's probably. Because that does not feel like impulsiveness. They, when they're talking about this quality, they're really talking about impulsiveness again. And and although you may not, you, your thing is about not caring about consequences, right? And that, that's how impulsiveness happens. But there's also not planning ahead, just doing something now, not caring what happens later. I don't think that's you. I mean, I, I can also say, like, to be my own devil's advocate that when I'm analyzing, you know, insecurities and stuff like that, I'll mm-hmm. think 10 miles in the future of like what could happen because right. of this and this and that. Right. So I guess there's like some planning, but I don't know. My, if, my if, gut says yes. I, I you know, you get, I give you a yes, but it, it sounds more like because you weren't trained in delayed gratification, you've just gone that way, which is what most humans will do. Nadav? Um, no, I'd say I definitely plan ahead. Right, you're like, that guy. Uh, avoiding failure yeah. is a huge okay. uh, driver for me. Zolo? Yeah, same here. I'm a big planner. Okay. So here we are. So we have these antisocial traits, right? And let's let's kind of scan up there. And he has some yeses, but a lot of no's, right? And you really have to be pretty much doing all these things all the time to have an antisocial personality disorder. So it's not as though you changed one to, yeah, oh yeah. What were the laws you've been breaking lately, by the way? <laughs> True. <laughs> just asking for a True. friend. You don't have to answer that anymore. I, I've got a good defense that. lawyer. I'm just saying. I didn't know if I need to call him today or not. I've seen him jaywalk before. That's yeah. all. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as, as we talked about before with you, you, you don't like authority. No, I, I listen to no authority ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll never, so, you'll so never force something out of me like right now. Right. Yeah. And do you feel that these traits, these things we've talked about, so you, you essentially have sort of, you have emotions, you are aware of emotions, you're aware of other people's emotions. That's not antisocial, right? Any sort of sociopathy really don't care about other people's emotions. You're, you're intolerant of people that put themselves in situations that cause consequences you don't have sympathy for that but you know the feelings you appreciate their feelings and i don't feel that you're manipulating people just for your own purposes is that accurate Mm, manipulating people for just my own you you may be capable of doing that but i don't feel like you do you indulge in that let's put it that way Mm, it depends it depends who we're talking about like i I have in the past absolutely i'm sure you have i'm sure but i'm saying it's not again with sociopaths that's how they get through the world right that's what they do so so there's some issue you have an issue with authority right that's sort of what we're seeing here it's sort of a it's almost more in the oppositional defiant sort of zone than it is an antisocial zone and we talked about the borderline stuff which you identified with also and in that in that category, a lot of your stuff is about self, self-image, abandonment, emptiness, those sorts of things. So when you really add these these traits up, and again, this is not a diagnosis; it's just sort of a sort of a, a constellation of what's going on here. It's that you you must have had trauma. 
because all the all the borderline stuff is is, is made up of trauma uh and the even the particular stuff you have are more even specific to trauma dissociating emptiness all that stuff abandonment those are trauma feelings and that doesn't mean you have a disorder, right? Because you can have relationships. You do care about people. You do. You have all these little traits. You manipulate you to this. You cast off authority. I'm guessing the trauma was probably perpetrated by somebody in authority or at least somebody who you were relying on and they let you down in some big way. And therefore you kind of, and this is what children do. They, when you've had, you know, you're supposed to be cared for and get nurturing and and sort of build yourself and build your emotional landscape when that is ruptured you don't want anything to do with people have done that that is really painful and if they do it repeatedly it's really painful and you want them you stay away from that and you don't trust it and then trust is ruptured and it's hard to have relationships then it's certainly hard to trust authority and if you're in the, the paranoia and stuff like that I, i'm not sure what's going on there that's a little bit the only thing that doesn't kind of fit with all this but well, maybe it does because the, par you know, the paranoia comes from my mother 100 percent okay. because she is the first person that told me that uh i mean i mean my dad left at an early age right and so the mm. first thing she told me was that he lied mm. uh, he's just a big liar everything he says is a lie so in my head i'm like well if the person that i trusted that uh right. early on could lie then i guess everybody's fucking lying right, right? so you're, you're on the defensive all the time yeah i'm always con i'm always considering yeah. that what you say might be a lie and if it yeah. is what are you trying to gain and that's where the paranoia comes and, from. and that's kind, and that's kind of an antisocial thing this idea that people are you know always trying to do something for themselves that they it couldn't possibly be they just care about you or they have a job to do if they're say a professional and want to help you it, it's hard for you to accept that and i, and I understand that um, so, uh, does this fit Nadav with the, any that you guys know back in the booth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, Zolo's got nothing about nothing. Uh, even though he should have some more of this stuff cause he's adolescent and young adult. I, and by the way, I had a, an ass full of some of this, the borderline stuff when I was an adolescent, which is sort of why adolescents, um, you really aren't supposed to diagnose personality disorders during adolescence cause they all look kind of borderline or sociopathic. Right. Um, but doesn't schizophrenia usually come out right when you're 18, or 18 so? to 22, but that's a very different symptom. Oh, that's very specific symptoms. Well, like no, ma major site. You, you can start to render personality diagnoses during young adulthood even though again with caution but major psychiatric symptoms come on during 18 to 22 so nice. depression panic thought disorders like schizophrenia bipolar disorder this is when they start to emerge as a major symptom complex and it has something to do with the brain's maturation state and the sort of moving away into an autonomous you know moving out into the world both those things seem to be important to this um so, do any does it fit your sense of yourself? I I actually don't even know what you determined. Like, what did you conclude? Um, that you had trauma and that you can't trust people. <laughs> oh, and that, you uh, throw, and that you, you throw off authority. Yeah, and, trauma and, of multiple accounts. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, not trusting authority. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that that trauma has left you feeling empty and you know difficult trusting and. All the, all the things that you talked about and made me, you know, the, the self-concept, you also said you have a bad self-image. That's different than what Nadav had. Nadav has low self-worth. Self-worth is something that's established between an age about zero and five. And I, we haven't even talked about any self-worth yet. I don't know whether you have good or bad self-worth. What, what would you say about that? 
uh, it, it's just as various as uh, my self-image. The self-concept, yeah. yeah. Um, so self-concept is one thing, and that is established in relation to other people. And if you're traumatized, you don't spend enough time trusting and in close proximity with other people to build that emotional landscape to give you a sense of what's going on inside all the time. So, so the self-concept is about what you're doing in the world, which you said that was kind of unstable. And I was sort of surprised to hear that because it seems to me like you're, you got a lot to offer and you do a lot and you feel good about it. So that you should be able to rely on that as helping build a self-concept. Is that not true? Mm -hmm. Uh, fuck. Um, didn't hear me. Yeah, no, I'm fucking, I'm you're, sorry. You're dissociating. Yeah, this, this yeah. is a tough one. Yeah. 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 So Nadav, do you, do you know what I'm talking about with him? Like he has competencies, right? Right, like the yeah, yeah, he's he's super confident. Right, in all the things and, and competent, not just confident, but competent. Right, and usually those competencies help people get a sense of themselves in the world. And so I would say to you know for you Annie to kind of look at that and rely on that and start to build from that. But the other place we build is from the inside out, and that is in close relationship with other people. And the trauma keeps you out of that kind of proximity where you could build that thing. And there are wonderful trauma therapies out there if you ever want to look into it. Um, I, my sense is you're kind of ready and it would be a really interesting journey for you and help you with your relationships and some of this unstable feeling and all that kind of stuff. That would all go away. You don't have to have that. Go away, man. It, I know. I can't, uh, I can't imagine a world without anything that any any sort of negative you know well I, i'm not saying on. you're going to be completely perfect and happy yeah. I, i'm saying that these some of these more persistent some of some of the like the self-concept should improve the emptiness should go away the paranoia should down be downed the abandonment might go away right the abandonment could go away if you learn that somebody is there for you and helping you fill emotions abandonment goes way down for for me i can tell you and then the self-harm goes away and all this other stuff goes away for me uh you know i had a lot, a lot of, oh and the other thing i was going to say and this is um about the trauma the trauma causes what's called narcissistic injuries so all this stuff is sort of narcissistic process these are all narcissistic traits that we're all manifesting here and again adolescence highly narcissistic and in my own situation i had lots of emptiness and lots of uh longing and emotional dysregulation and uh it, it that all went away with therapy I mean, it just went away also had anxiety and panic went away and it's it's just it, I, my brain feels like it's more integrated and whole. And so all these things that were sort of vague to me, like primary emotions, stuff like that are deeply connected now. And uh, so I don't have anxiety because I think the anxiety was sort of unregulated emotion for me. And everyone has their own sort of journey with these things. But your stuff clearly is about trauma and things like EMDR and sort of emotionally focused therapy. A lot of this stuff would go away. You're always going to feel a little something about authority. That's going to be you. And you're always going to be what? What else is on your scale here? You're, you know, you're going to be pushing limits and that kind of stuff. And that's what makes you interesting, right? I mean, it's, this is the thing. We, we, we have these traits and it's when they have impact on our functioning that we want to do something about them right or in how we're feeling we want to feel better we don't, we don't want to deal with this feeling of longing or empty or anxiety whatever i made depression and that stuff gets better with treatment i'm just saying got I mean, a good uh, one yeah got it, a good one if you want one i send them over oh, it's a she uh, it's let's a she. do it it's a she oh send her over let's uh, do it Even i will better. send it i will send it. i've sent a bunch of people to her and they had remarkable and rather quick rapid kind of outcome um so there you go gentlemen uh but hold there... on yeah oh, oh, oh. so we never determine 
Like, was this like some fucking like low key intervention or some shit? Like, what we never determined who's that's the most. Your, and that's the, your the, paranoia. Yeah, I was fucking waiting for my turn, um, but it looks like okay. we're at the well, end of the show, so maybe we'll get to it next. No, 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 I'll do yours because your stuff jumped out. That's why I did yours. I Zolo, nothing, zero. Um, right, Zolo's just a big old liar and we'll make more tests Zolo's for got him. nothing. <laughs> um, listen. Uh, or maybe I'm actually normal. Chanceless, dude. I don't Impossible. know why that's <laughs> so chanceless. Read, read, read boring into that. Just uh, <laughs> As I said, normal is boring. Uh, but um, so Nadal, let's look at some of Nadal's stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nadal, you have, which you don't have. Let me see here. Uh... I'm looking up there. Hold on. Yeah, you manipulate. Hmm. Your stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Your stuff feels more like it actually is part of your personality. And, and that not, sounds bad. And, and not so much trauma related. In other words, I I have a sense that, that uh, Nadav stuff is, I mean, excuse me, any stuff is a reaction to the trauma. And, and me, I'm, this is just who I am. This is who you are. Great. A and <laughs> I, I'm wondering about the manipulativeness. Is is that something you learn somewhere, or is that something you feel good about? Um. Well, when it comes to manipulating, like I've, I've, I don't think I've ever used it maliciously. Yeah. Like it's always been like, you know, one person told me a story about someone else, and mm -hmm. I just try and manipulate that person to tell me that story so it's not like i learned it behind their back it's like i'm getting it from the source I feel, like that's the main example i have of right we just call I that lying. we'll call that lying but but right. but you know and the self-image was the other thing that that was tough for you right yeah and can do we so it's self-image and manipulation are sort of where your stuff goes and do we have you ever tried anything to improve your self-image uh, well, yeah, I mean, I've been in therapy for a while, and that's definitely been helping. Okay. Wait and, a minute. It's, I thought it was self-worth, not, not self-image. Uh, well, let's, let's, he has both, I think, oh, uh, right? Sure do. Because self-worth is something that's established. It's almost constitutional. Like, I have bad self-worth, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, and there's, you can't change self-worth, it turns out. It's very hard to change self-worth. And I'm not convinced that bad self-worth is a bad thing. Because having a bad self-worth typically makes you work harder to be better. It's easy to motivate to be better. It also, it's easier to look at your responsibility because you feel like, oh, it's me. Something, I must have something to do with this, right? Any, right. do you do any of that? Um, do you, you could, do you ever locate the source of something going bad in you or do you usually locate it out in the world? Let's put it that way. Hmm. I'm like, guessing it's more out in the world for you. I'm just guessing something so something bad happening and like i have something to do with it do i feel like more responsible is that, do you is that feel like it's really my doing and my fault and no. i gotta look at myself or do you figure do. it's really out there that's the problem no because me and annie kind of react to like if we have a mess up at work if it's either of us like we react to our own fuck-ups almost the exact same way yeah i i when when i there was a thing that kind of like one thing that went wrong um on the last live show that we did that yeah. was like in the back you know no one would notice but um yeah i like full like broke down like people were coming up trying to ask for signatures and stuff and i'm like i'm, I'm trying so hard to put a smile on but like i wanted to fucking yeah <laughs> yeah i wanted to uh to leave like asap I, again I'm, I'm not sure that's worth i that, that's you know it's perfectionism and wanting to do a good job and all that stuff but but let's talk about worth nadab so okay. so the do you have a very bad self-worth like during adolescence and stuff was it really rough you felt shitty about yourself i mean probably Pro how come you don't know 
I mean, I like I went to a J school with like fucking I don't know, 15 kids in my class. It was hard to be like, oh, this kid's better than me. That kid, like I don't, I don't really like I don't remember having memories like that. So you didn't feel bad about yourself. I don't know. I don't know if yourself. I don't know. Was... Well, I mean, I was always a fat kid. That was probably like a thing in the back of my were, head. All, were you all the time. were you uh, bullied for that? Uh, well, no, because I went you know to school with a bunch of weak Jews, <laughs> so they're not really a bullying type. Have you ever <laughs> wanted to, to address that? Like, really do something about it? Or well, yeah. I mean, I'm in therapy. No, no, no. I mean, the like, really, like, do something aggressive about your weight. Like that, my weight is bullying me. No, like you want to, you want to lose a bunch of weight. Or oh you yeah, wanna, sure, yeah, I'd love you, to lose weight. But you, have you ever gone at that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I've gone through. Like, I did, uh, I did keto a couple years ago, where I like kicked like forty pounds or something, and then you know it's all back and shit. And why does it come back usually? Because uh, I stopped the keto. I think what happened was that like uh, I was really taking care of myself, and mm-hmm. then I started dealing with like a whole bunch of really crazy family shit. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Diet's taking a backseat. I'm just right. going to try and self-soothe. You, you see how that works, right? No. You just described it to me. You makes that your family is stressing you out. It makes you feel like shit. You're unregulated, and you use food to regulate, and you feel justified in doing it. I guess I do. Yeah. I don't know. You're you're in treatment, so I can't any. I can't improve on that. I, I guess I kind of sense that, which is why I was sort of moving past Nadav. His do you, do you think if you not have in treatment, you would have answered more significantly to some of these things, particularly over on the borderline side? Are you talking to me or to you, Nadav? Had you not been in therapy, that some of the stuff would have been more positive, more more negative, in other words. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. No, because like I used to like anxiety was I'd say probably the biggest thing that I hated living with. Right. And, um, and like after being in therapy, it's like, like, like what you just said is that yeah. like, it just kind of just goes right by me. Like yeah. it's, I, I, I used to just pace and fucking, you know, just have repeating thoughts in my head all the time. Yeah. And then once you go into therapy, you, that, that shit just kind of goes away. Yeah. So, so what I would say for Nadav is you got to go deeper in your therapy. Are, are you have, are you kind of stalling out a little bit? Is your therapist asking you to do more stuff? And you're sort of like, eh. I mean, not well, we're we're getting lots of work done every every session. Okay, all right. You're not you're not. Give me the stuff. Can you tell us what you're working on? Sorry to do this, but Nadav, any put me on it. Uh, I'd rather not. It's okay. all pretty deeply personal. Is it family stuff? Yep. Yeah. So so you know it it's the 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 more you can dig into feelings that cause guilt and shame and pain and be a hundred percent audience with your therapist, the more that person can support you and help you re-regulate that stuff. Right. That's how it works. No, yeah, and and I am a hundred percent honest with my therapist. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Any see how that works? Or are you still dissociated from us? No, yeah, I, I yeah, I wouldn't lie to to my therapist either. Okay, if, yeah, all yeah. right, gentlemen. Uh, and Zolo, I got nothing to talk about. And uh, <laughs> me, and me, I've had lots of therapy, and as I said during my adolescent stuff, I had more of these things. And now I don't. And yeah. uh, thank goodness for that, because it's something you want to get over. Trust me, these are not fun symptoms to have. Maybe on the next episode, we could try and get to the bottom of why Lo, uh, Zolo lies so much. I don't think, but maybe we got to compare Chris and Zolo. That could be interesting. Oh, there we go. Yeah. See who's. Uh, I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah. See who's more normal. Did, I wonder if Chris has any paranoid stuff. I, I, because I, I don't know. Maybe he, because he, I don't know. We'd see. It'd be interesting. Or any, or any. See, but Any stuff also, that he sees about himself that we don't see, in other words. He's also, I think, take, like, I can't remember. I think he majored in psychology. In, in oh, the, so he's going to be on the to, lookout. You need to give him some trick questions. All right, fair enough. Off. Fair enough. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right, I hope this is fun for everybody. We got uh, Annie in, in treatment. We got uh, Nadav underway already. And uh, maybe you guys learn a little something, something about this. That, I think you fucked up this whole and, booth today. And if, <laughs> I know. I can tell Annie's just, like, spinning. I, I see it. But it, it just, it's, this is the human experience, guys. It's just how we work. 
It's, I, I, I don't mean to fuck up the booth. I mean to just improve people's uh, situation. It, it's, it's, it's all about being a human being. There's nothing unusual about any of this. We, so many of us have this stuff. And, and by the way, I would argue that we live in a time when people are acting out their bullshit and projecting it onto other people rather than being honest about it and taking care of it. So I, I applaud you guys for being willing to be some, you know, part of a conversation that hopefully educates some people. Yes, Andy, can you hear that? I, I can hear that. All yeah, right. I, I heard right. you. But right. but you still didn't decide who the fuck <laughs> this whole test was supposed to decide. I still feel like this is low key. You guys just fucking did this because you wanted me to fucking say all this shit. No, and, I didn't. And, and I didn't uh, confirm I, whether or not I'm crazy. I, I, I remember I started out by saying no diagnoses. Not going to make any diagnoses. Mm-hmm. We're just going to talk about traits, and we found all the traits. And your traits, like I said, they they fit with trauma so, and and uh, anti authority stuff. And with Nadav's, it was a little more subtle, and I see now why it is, because it's he's already in treatment, and he's working on this stuff. And, uh, I mean, you know, you can work on Nadav if you want, maybe get to the point to talk about the shit he's talking about in therapy, maybe that way. I mean, we the thing about talking about stuff that, that you're doing in therapy is if you talk about it, you sometimes hurt other people, and, and that's not okay. You, you know, you can talk about your own stuff, but you really can't, you shouldn't be talking about stuff that hurts other people. So wait a minute, though. Mm. So between Dav and I, if you had to choose, if you had to choose... Who's more borderline? You have more borderline stuff. Fuck. You you have more borderline stuff. You you but but uh, well, what I'm saying is that that that's trauma related. I'm so saying this it's trauma. From a mile it's, fucking it's, away. It's trauma related. You don't have a borderline disorder. What what you have is a narcissistic injury. Okay, and that that's so I'm I'm putting your whole thing together as narcissistic injury in childhood. Does that make sense? It, it does. The Dob stuff does. is a little more in the... Unfixable area? <laughs> well, maybe unfixable and, and self-concept. And uh, his stuff is actually kind of deeper in a weird way. Uh, and, and and your stuff, it's like, I know exactly what to do. We have lots of people that can do it. For, for Nadav, he's going to have to... You notice what I said to him. He's got to get into a deeper track with his therapy. Because his stuff is very delicate. He, he needs like microsurgery, right? He needs like microsurgery. And you need like... Uh, 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 celebrity fit club or something you know we need to get you get you into this stuff uh and nadav we need to like carefully tease out what some of that very early stuff is and it's it's some of it it's not even verbal it's hard to even get get at so he'll get at it through talking about some of his uncomfortable things with relationships and stuff all right now what about sociopathy we took that test as well i, I only got antisocial uh, not antisocial but oppositional defiant sort of authority stuff out of that oh i thought you said we did a sociopathy no, one. we did we border, did and you don't borderline? you don't have sociopathy you oh. don't have it you have some traits that to me just said kind of uh, oppositional but and if you had to choose between <laughs> who's more oppositional no no who's who's more no no i know i'm that one oh, okay but, Any, but the answer so- is you every time who's more <laughs> Likely to be a sociopath. No, none of you guys are sociopaths. But most likely. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. None of you guys are sociopaths. Can't or won't. You, um, won't. who could act like a sociopath? <laughs> Both of you are quite capable of that. But who's more capable? Uh, it depends on the motivation, I guess. The, the real question is who would feel bad about it. That's the interesting question. If, I would, if I'd feel most bad about it, definitely. I'd feel way worse for sure. No, you wouldn't. Copy like a hundred percent. I think I think Andy, I think Annie's right. I think he would feel worse <laughs> because because you remember you justify your stuff. Right. 
Right. So you don't feel bad about things you justify. <laughs> and, and he feels bad even when he justifies. No, no, no. But, it, but, but, but Drew, it's not that I think it's justified. It's that it's objectively justified. In your head. Oh, you know what? Hearing that come out. Come yeah, out see? <laughs> That's right. It's objectively in your head, which is one, subjective. Well, I know what I'm talking about in therapy this week. Right. And, and so, you know, I feel, I think Andy's right on that one. So, yes, good question, Andy. Well done. <laughs> thank you, sir. He feels thank proud you. of himself, thank you, Very proud. I, I have one last question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have one last question. All right, go. And this one, this one, this one's weird. Okay. It's a question that I, I've wanted to ask. Do you know Beetlejuice from, from, uh, Stern. Stern. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Beetlejuice is a guy with micro microcephaly. Microcephaly. He's got. So so he's a dude who everybody around him kind of you know enjoys being around like he's yeah, a good he's boss. A character he's, he's yeah. fun yeah but he's uh you know obviously got some issues right yes yes and a, a big part of the the show that includes him is more or less like a show that he doesn't know that he's on does that make sense yeah he has no insight into his deficiencies and he feels just perfectly at his liberty to say some of the stuff he says, and that's just the way it is. Yes. Yeah. So, so we all have some of that, right? There, that's called cognitive distortions. We all, all, that's part of the human brain. He just has a, you know, he's really, really, really bad with it, right? He can't, he can't really interpret what's going on in the world. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. But he can't. My mm. question to you is, yeah. am I fucking Beetlejuice? <laughs> not, not even close. Not Be even real close. With me. Not even close. I, I would tell you if I had concerns about that. You actually are, particularly given what we've been talking about, you show pretty good insight. You show rigorous honesty and clarity in, of your insight and a willingness to look at it. So, so when human, when you know people with a normal brain get these things they can have psychological blocks they can have part of the illness can make them not see things and when people have personality disorders they don't see it you're exactly right when people have personality disorders they're more like beetlejuice they blame everything out there you're you're not doing that you're you it's when i bring these things up you just go yep that's me that's me yeah i do that and this is why i do it and this is what happened and, and you're, you're connecting all the dots and I, and I the, the thing you really have to watch out for, I mean, this may be my stuff. I'm not sure because I don't like paranoia, but I feel like that paranoia is going to get in your way. Um, and so that's what you need to watch <laughs> out for. It's the, it's the only thing that you have that's not really rational because all of your stuff is just, I mean, who, this is how people react to the stuff you went through. It's just how we react. But the paranoia gets you into a state where you can't really can't trust anybody and you're questioning everything and you're in that state and you have to watch out for that because that, that's where you can get the blocks. When you're, when you're in a fully paranoid state, then you'll block reality out a little bit. Okay. All right. I I will. I'll take your recommendation of this lady. That I will text you, you all her stuff. Never talk to, and no one else will ever talk to. And uh, yeah, we'll text and all her stuff. And uh, we pre I appreciate you guys uh, being open and honest and willing to talk about common experiences in, in that humans have. And I know lots of other of you have it out there. I've heard your emails and voicemails. And believe me, a lot of the, a lot of you have this stuff. Trust me. And uh, the cool guys have more of the stuff that Beetlejuice has. So we know there's lots of that out there that we're sharing about too. So we're just looking at our own stuff a little more realistically. 
And um, again, this is a safe place to do all these things. And as uh, one of the callers, I think yesterday, emails yesterday said that um, it's, you know, it's a place to come and bring difficult or embarrassing stuff and we'll try to do it and entertain a little bit and have a little fun at the same time. So Booth Boys, God bless you and we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.